بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful i testify that there is no true god worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger we continue the explanation of surah yasin chapter 36 of the noble quran we have reached verse 42 قال الله تعالى وخلقنا لهم من مثله ما يركبون and we have created for them of the like thereunto so on them they ride here in this verse Allah reminds mankind that he created for them the like of the ship of Noah so that they can ride So Allah reminds them of the thing He created to their forefathers, the offspring of Noah, and that He created the like thereunto, as in Surah Al-Qamar, chapter 54 verse 15 and indeed we have left this as a sign then is there any that who will remember or receive admonition so people learned how to make ships and began making them and it may be that in the same surah 54.15 in verse 13 there may be an indication as to the material of these ships قال الله تعالى وحملناه على ذات ألواح ودسر and we carried him on a ship made of planks and nails so there is an indication for the material used to build the ship so that people can learn as if he is telling us here that this ship is made up of planks and nails so that people learn how to make them And in this verse, we have created for them the like thereunto, meaning of the same category. But it doesn't mean that the resemblance is uh, totally identical from every aspect, because this could not be possible. However, sufficient is the category. As to the type, it may differ during the different times. For each age, there could be a certain type of ship. And that ships continued to develop until it reached what we see in our times. And that these ships are created by man's hands. But here, how can we understand the verse when Allah is saying 
and وَخَلَقْنَا لَهُمْ and indeed we have created for them this is unlike the creation of animals horses and the like rather here Allah added its creation to himself because he taught mankind how to make it the benefits of this verse number one resemblance does not necessitate equality from all angles or that things are identical from all angles when there is resemblance between them so the ships that were founded then and those ships that were at the time of revelation of the Quran and the ships we have may not be identical to the ship of Noah from every angle and that this matter of resemblance not necessitating uh, necessitating equality or that uh, matters are identical from every angle in case of resemblance this is illustrated in the Quran in Surah Al-Talaq chapter 65 verse 12 it is Allah who has created seven heavens and of the earth the like thereof the like thereof here is in number only otherwise there is or there are great distinctions and differences between the heavens and the earth as it is apparent and from the benefits is indication of the favor of Allah upon mankind by allowing stability of people riding these ships being able to mount them and move while these ships move the seas and the oceans sail the seas and the oceans then we move to
to the next verse, verse 43 and 44. قال الله تعالى وَإِن نَّشَأْ نُغْرِقْهُمْ فَلَا صَرِيخَ لَهُمْ وَلَا هُمْ يُنْقَذُونَ إِلَّا رَحْمَةً مِّنَّا وَمَتَاعًا إِلَى حِينَ And if we will, we shall drown them and there will be no shout or helper for them to hear their cry for help nor will they be saved unless it be a mercy from us and as an enjoyment for a while meaning نُغْرِقْهُمْ and if you will we shall drown them when they mount the ship and the matter is as Allah said in Surah Ashura 42 verses 32 to 34 Allah Ta'ala and among his signs are the ships in the sea like mountains if he wills he causes the wind to cease then they would become motionless on the back of the sea verily in this are signs for everyone patient and grateful or he may destroy them by drowning because of that which their people have earned and he pardons much so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is warning is giving a warning regarding two things about these ships either causing the wind to cease and so it will become motionless on the back of the sea or causing the ships to drown and in this verse Allah states it clearly وَإِن نَشَأْ نُغْرِقْهُمْ in our verse we're talking about and if we will we shall drown them while they are mounting their ships فَلَا صَرِيخَ لَهُمْ and there will be no shout or helper And shouting is a means of seeking help. Walahum yunqadun. Walahum yunqadun. Nor they will be saved. No one to come for their help. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intends to drown them, and no one will save them. Except as Allah stated in 44, إِلَّا رَحْمَةً مِنَّا وَمَتَاعًا إِلَى حِينَ Unless it be a mercy from us, and as an enjoyment for a while. So they will be enjoying a certain period of time until their end comes, because for everything there is an end. The benefits of this verse. Number one. Affirming the Mashi'ah, the will of Allah. Affirming the will of Allah. Because Allah said, وَإِن نَشَأْ Affirming the will. وَإِن نَشَأْ 
This is the Mashi'ah. And if we will. Second, if Allah intends harm upon some, as they deserve it, then no one can stand to stop what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intends. And this is taken from his saying, فَلَا صَرِيخَ لَهُمْ And there will be no one to come for their help when they shout and, and they will not be saved. Thirdly, in this verse there is a clear proof for the favor of Allah by saving them from drowning. And that this was not because of their earning or their works. Rather, it was from the mercy of Allah upon them. Fourth, this verse also affirms ar-Rahmah as an attribute to Allah, mercy. Because Allah stated, إِلَّا رَحْمَةً مِنَّا Unless it is a mercy from us. Unless it be a mercy from us. And fifthly, Allah may save the person from destruction until his time comes. Until his time comes, meaning when he will die. Because Allah stated here, وَمَتَاعًا إِلَى حين, And an enjoyment until one's end comes for a while. And from this we deduce that eternity in this life is impossible. Because Allah stated, for a while. And therefore this must come to an end. And therefore from this we deduce the following benefit. That man should look and contemplate and examine the bounties of Allah. Where he delivers from hardships or brings what is beloved and that the person should not be arrogant and think that this is from his own earning but rather it is from Allah's grace upon him then in the next verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَإِذَا قِيلَ لَهُمْ اتَّقُوا مَا بَيْنَ أَيْدِيكُمْ وَمَا خَلْفَكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ <coughs> And when it is said to them, beware of that which is before you. Worldly torments. And that which is behind you, torments in the hereafter in order that you may receive mercy. That is, if you believe in Allah's religion of Tawheed. You see, people, when they are reminded about this, Beware of that which is before you, and that which will come, meaning in the hereafter. Their response differs. Their response differs. Some may turn away and be silent. 
others turn arrogant and begin using insultive languages and some may fight so people's response differ look at the beginning of the verse and when it is said to them the one who said is not mentioned why? in order that this covers everyone whether this is the saying of Allah in his book or on the tongue of his messenger in his sunnah or from the callers of Allah if they remind people about this So if it is said to them, whether Allah says it in the Quran, whether his messenger says it in his sunnah, whether the caller to Allah reminds about it, if it is said to them, meaning to the kuffar, to these believers, Beware of that which is before you. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may inflict punishment on the kafir as he inflicted punishment on the nations before who disdained. And as also he inflicted punishment on this ummah. However, the punishment on this ummah is by testing parts of it against parts of it each other not by complete annihilation as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in surah Muhammad in chapter 46 47 rather verse 4 وَلَوْ يَشَاءُ اللَّهُ لَمْ تَصَرَ مِنْهُمْ وَلَكِنْ لِيَبْلُوَ بَعْضَكُمْ بِبَعْضٍ But it had been Allah's will, He Himself could certainly have punished them without you. However, وَلَكِنْ لِيَبْلُوَ بَعْضَكُمْ But He lets you fight in order to test you, some with others. So here there is a reminder therefore to fear that the fear that the punishment that is the worldly torments upon you and this could vary this could come on the hands of the believers or it could be from the actions of Allah upon them like drowning earthquakes droughts etc not only that punishment of this worldly type but also that which will come and that is more severe that is of the hereafter and more intense and everlasting 
it is also mentioned that this verse may refer not only to the torments but it may refer to sins and disobedience the future ones which is feared that the people may do and the former sins which they have done and the verse can take both meanings without any problem the meaning can accommodate both the torment and the sins in the verse we have the following benefits that the kuffars referred to in this verse receive punishment after proofs had been established upon them and after they were called to the way of Allah but this did not benefit them Second, that the person, if he turns away from the deen of Allah and disdains, then he subjects himself to the punishment either in this life or in the hereafter, or in both. Thirdly, turning to Allah and keeping away from sins are means to attain the mercy of Allah because Allah stated at this verse at the end لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ so that you may receive mercy the fourth benefit affirming causes affirming the causes لَعَلَّكُمْ تُرْحَمُونَ so that you may receive mercy and no one denies that causes have effects except the one who had turned away from what is naturally disposed in man 
people had differed regarding the causes and their effects into three groups some consider that causes are effective meaning in essence they are effective So this is the first group. They consider that causes are effective. In essence, they are effective, meaning independently. This is the first group. The second group denied the effectiveness of causes. They said that the causes are only signs The third is the medium a group that causes are effective due to the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made them as such meaning they are not independently effective but rather they are as such because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created in them the ability to induce the effect or cause the effect and this is the correct opinion this is evident and proved by the fact that Allah may take away this ability to cause the effect and thus render it ineffective and the story of Ibrahim Prophet Ibrahim alayhi salam when he was thrown in the fire the blazing one Allah commanded the fire to be coolness on Ibrahim Allah stated in Surah Al-Anbiya in chapter 21 verse 69 
قلنا يا نار كوني بردا وسلاما على إبراهيم We said of fire be you coolness and safety for Ibrahim and so it became as such although it's a cause for burning but it turned cool and safe and this proves that causes are effective by the will of Allah Azza wa Jal the fifth benefit affirming mercy for Allah and that it is the mercy is from Allah's attributes it is an attribute of his essence and of his actions as to the essence because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was and continues to be merciful and always he is qualified with this attribute and in relation to his actions it is renewed in relationship to the one receiving the mercy not renewed being an attribute that is renewed in its essence no but in relation to the one receiving the mercy al-marhum so the one whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is merciful to is himself an occurrence he came to existence after non-existence This brings the end of this verse and then we move to the last verse to be discussed in this discussion and that is verse 46 قال الله تعالى 
وما تأتيهم من آية من آيات ربهم إلا كانوا عنها معرضين Another came an ayah, a sign from among the signs of their Lord to them, but they did turn away from it. So they turned away arrogantly. And the signs that come, of, that come from Allah are divided into two types. First, universal signs and the second legal signs the universal signs are referred to as al-ayatul kawniyya pertaining to his creation pertaining to creating the second are legal signs the legal signs are those brought by the messengers commandments, prohibitions, etc turning away from the legal signs means Denying them Denying The information about them Or Arrogantly rejecting Their rulings This constitutes the turning away from the legal signs As to turning away from the universal signs this is in the sense that the person does not give attention to them and is not moved by them and his heart is not affected by them and the person will be like those who see the punishment coming from heavens and their response will be like what Allah stated in Surah At-Tur 52-44 وَإِنْ يَرَوْ كِسْفًا مِنَ السَّمَاءِ سَاقِطًا يَقُولُ سَحَابٌ And if they were to see a piece of the heaven falling down, they would say clouds gathered in heaps. And it is a punishment. They say clouds gathered in heaps. Or like those who, when the eclipse occur, they say this is not something frightening. Because it is something natural. And we shouldn't be frightened by that. Or like those who see the earthquakes and the drowning and the destruction by wind and tornadoes and the like and they say this is natural phenomena and they are not moved by that in fact this reflects 
harshness and hardness of the hearts and their hearts are dead otherwise the obligation is that the person takes heed and be admonished by these universal signs turning away from these signs meaning carelessness negligence no contemplation no thinking no pondering so when the legal signs come to them by their messengers they belie and they say this is poetry this is magic and when the legal rulings are given to them they disdain and reject them arrogantly and they don't submit and they don't yield they don't even think about the benefits of these rulings nor also do they give care and attention towards the universal signs and benefit from that now the benefits from this verse in this verse there is evidence that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds and makes matters known through these signs so that people come to belief otherwise there would be no benefit in these signs secondly the children of Adam may turn away from the signs without any examination of them nor pondering upon them while it is the duty upon man to think then judge and that's why it is said a judgment on a certain matter is comes after its contemplation look and examine these signs and ponder upon them and see the benefits this verse also tells of the harshness and hardness of the hearts because they rejected the signs the universal as well as the legal signs this also this verse affirms the comprehensive and general rububiyya of Allah lordship of Allah because Allah said min ayati rabbihim from uh, from their rabb signs from their lord signs 
So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala affirmed that He is their Rabb, their Lord, and that He is the Lord of everything. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah An-Naml, chapter 27, verse 91, إِنَّمَا أُمِرْتُ أَنْ أَعْبُدَ رَبَّ هَذِهِ الْبَلْدَةِ الَّذِي حَرَّمَهَا وَلَهُ كُلُّ شَيْءٍ وَلَهُ كُلُّ شَيْءٍ Jalla wa'ala, most magnificent and most high is he. I have been commanded only to worship the Lord of this city. Him who has sanctified it, Mecca, and his is everything. And his is everything. Including the Kafirs. He is their Lord. The one who created them. The one who nourishes them. The one who sustains them. Yet they reject him. And Arububiyah or Lordship could also be particular. Where it means special care. As in the case of the verse in Surah Al-A'raf. Chapter 7 verse 122 Rabbi Musa wa Harun The Lord of Musa and Harun This is a particular one It is not It is other than the general lordship But this is Rabbi Musa wa Harun The Lord of Musa and Harun And this reflects care And help And victory of Allah given to Musa and his brother Harun alayhim as-salatu wassalam. This verse also scolds at those who reject Allah because of their doing, turning away from these signs, though it came from their Lord who possesses them who created them and who commands them yet they turn away this brings the end of the explanations of these verses from Surah Yasin verses 42 to 46 walhamdulillahi alladhi bin'amatihi tatimmu salihah